uh, I'm going to do an audio sync, and only I need to clap. So uh, there's audio there, there's audio there, there's audio here, there's audio there. Three, two, one, go! It's a rail natter. Um, uh, uh, hi, there was a cold open, um, and uh, we are he I mean, we're here in the London Transport Museum, which is very exciting. Um, we have, we have here, we have Simon Kendler, we have Bonnie Price, we have James Shanley, and me. You knew that, but anyway, um, it's, it's, it's a slice of the Young Rail Professionals Committee. Yeah, there we are. That's who we're here. And we're here to talk about Rail Week. Uh, it's the third Rail Week episode. Um, and we've been doing Rail Week episodes for, well, this is the third. And, uh, but Rail Week's been going for a bit longer than that. But we'll get to that because um, we're going to start. Oh, everyone. Uh, oh, I tell you what. Uh, in sync, all three of us are going to say, welcome to tonight's Rail Natter in sync. Uh, everyone, welcome to tonight's Rail Natter. <laughs> And as the Intercity 225 fades away, everyone was going... Actually, Bonnie wasn't. She's cooler than everyone else. But um, <laughs> these two were doing the Ivor the Engine cruise theme under their breath. So um, that's marvellous. Anyway, right. Rail Week. <sighs> I set up this camera about a minute and a half before we started recording, so uh, it's all good. Firstly, the people who are watching this... So we've done, we've done a Rail Week. We, we, this, this is the third of our Rail Week episodes. This time, though, we've timed it a bit better because it's the week before Rail Week. So next week is Rail Week, which means we get to say what it is and you can know what to go and find. Oh, it's, look, it's, we're, we're in the LTM and there is an authentic announcement happening around us. Good news. They're closing in five minutes because it's five to six in our timeline, but not yours because it's currently five past seven. We... Are going to wait for the finishing of the announcement. It's quite dramatic. It, it's 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 a bit like a, it's a bit American cruise liner tour guide, but um yeah, it's it's nice. Hi. There's still there's lots to say probably. Ready to rumble. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wouldn't it be great if we had this at like Leicester Square or Piccadilly Circus tube station here in the control centre? Yeah, that's it. There are some staff that have become legends. So, um, yeah, I digress horribly. We've had Rail Week episodes, so, that, so we, we've covered, um, we've covered skills uh, and, and the fact that skills is still an issue, which is what fundamentally Rail Week is all about. But, like, what is Rail Week? Like, what, why, are we, why are we talking about this for a third year running in Rail Natter terms? But what you, what, what, how, many, how many Rail Weeks have we had now? What's this? This is number... So Rail Week started in 2016. And we've run Rail Week every year, even in spite of COVID, which I think WILP are quite proud of. Uh, it started as sort of a pan-industry collective of, oh, there's a skills gap. Yes, there's a skills gap. Oh, we all agree there's a skills gap. Well, what should we do about it? Let's all stand around and have a big chat about how there's a big skills gap. However, YRP then sort of was the brainchild, Rail Week is the brainchild of YRP in terms of how, let's have a focused week on that skills gap to show people all over the country, all different ages, just every single corner of the railway in terms of what people yeah. can be doing. Yeah, and I got involved in, I remember getting involved in the first one. I did a presentation, I kind of went to did some things. It was quite a good PowerPoint presentation. You clicked on different things and it brought up all the different jobs associated with it. Anyway, um, uh, since then, 
it's 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 grown and it's extended tendrils and it's kind of some things haven't worked, some things have worked really well. It's kind of it's morphed, um, but. We've kind of jumped around in the wrong order because I was going to be like, "What is Rail Week?" and then, uh, well, "How? How? You know, where did it come about?" But we kind of done the "Where did it come about?" first, so which is fine because it's Rail Natter. But what is fundamentally? I don't know. In fact, each one of you individually. Go on, you start. So, I what mean, is Rail Week? We'll, we'll, we'll start off first and foremost. It's about generating sort of interest, in, inspiring young people, and trying to more than anything highlight the work that's going on with um, with with the industry, where they they feel that they are providing um, early careers opportunities, but for some some reason there isn't that dialogue necessarily between. Uh, schools, colleges, or even just just young people when they're they're at. I mean, I remember what being 15, 16, completely oblivious as to what I could or couldn't apply to, what what apprenticeships existed, what entry level jobs, routes into rail. There, there was there was there was a, a general sort of disconnect, and I think Rail Week is one part of the answer to trying to solve that. And more than anything, it's trying to sort of in our unique position as early early careers professionals. Um, having that outreach and directly interacting with both people who are either in the industry or early careers, schools, trying to encourage just general engagement and I guess from a final point from a YLP perspective, given it's our, uh, one, of our, one of our three buzzwords, it's about inspiring. We, we, want, mm. we want to inspire people as to actually the, the opportunities that a career in rail can offer you, which I think we'll reflect on in a little bit, is, yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah. is a difficult sell at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, because I, I, I think possibly all of us will have had zero mention of collectively one of the largest employment sort of uh, sectors of the rail industry. I had zero mention of it until I, uh, pretty much until I left university. That, that whole period throughout my career, not one mention of joining the rail industry, even though I was at a civil engineering institution, blah, blah, blah. Um, all these, all the, and I, I dare say it's the same you know, it's the same, I don't know, like, just no mention of rail. No mention of the huge breadth of jobs. Well, you're right, we'll get into that momentarily, James. Uh, Simon, have you got anything to kind of add, or Bonnie, on, on what, what you define Rail Week as? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's showcasing, a wi it's a window shop, almost, for people who, to give opportunity for people who are outside the industry to see what the industry's all about. Yeah. And I think that's true for kind of across age groups because we know for example that if you tell people or if an industry is perceived as being male dominated yeah. then we know that um, for example young women young girls at school will start automatically telling themselves what well, that that's that area is not for me so if we get that message out there from, a, from an early age to, uh, you know to schools and to universities that the rail industry is just there and, the, and the, not the only way of getting in isn't by being a train driver yeah yeah absolutely it's the opportunity to have that window of of what it's all about and we're probably a little bit too coy uh, as an industry about what we do and the breadth of jobs that we do and how technologically advanced we are we well, i think we also internalize some of the kind of myths around yeah it. We absolutely. Always, whenever we talk about upgrading the railway we always talk about it being victorian yeah. how does that attract people to the industry you're automatically excluding people going well i want to be in a forward thinking i want to save the environment because we've got a climate emergency and then you say that we're you, you know, keep you might, having that victorian railway rhetoric which is not true engine, yeah 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 not it's, doing so yeah, that's, exactly. that, that's it for me yeah bonnie anything to add i think the final thing to add for me is that obviously we use rail week with a lot of our corporate members as a way of sort of gaining the national focus mm. in a controlled manner so that for one week a year we're all pulling in the same direction yeah. which i think is one of the ways to really maximize because lots of industry lots of corners of the industry are trying their best but it's all very siloed yeah so this is one of the opportunities we have as a whole industry 
to really pull the national focus in the same direction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, couldn't. Yeah, there. We go. And, and ultimately, I mean, the reason why I do a lot of my outreach originally was about skills. The reason I kind of almost one of the ends for me doing all this stuff was when I was kind of asked to go and do lecturing at the what's now NCATI, stupidly named. Um, but what was the National College for High Speed Rail, which to be fair was also still a stupid name. But anyway, um, <laughs> but the, the 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 Doncaster site of, of the, the National College um, for Rail, as ideally it would have been called, um, I, and it was about like giving back that skill this huge skill shortage and so many of the things in my day job and i dare say it's the same for you because there's just not enough people doing the things and, and it's it, and it's and if and if the issue isn't not enough people then often the issue is not enough of a diverse range of people which then causes a whole other layer of issues so it, this is what i think rail week helps kind of picks up on all of your points really and, and in some some instances as well this idea of um i think we kind of all touching it without really saying it is that um there's this this perception more than anything that you have to do a particular type of degree you have to yeah. do a stem based subject at school it's it's all of those things that that go with the classic preconceptions whereas actually just like any other industry you need people who are excellent at digital media you need people who have excellent hr skills you need people with brilliant stakeholder management yeah. uh, abilities you need people who can precisely condense and translate information so actually you need people with literary uh, literary and language degrees and critical so yeah you, you can't you can't escape the fact that actually the railway needs everybody yeah 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 I've, I've, whatever whatever educational background i did a bachelor's in marine biology <laughs> so i've become so exactly so i've become I, i've pretty much become a an anti-stem guy now because stem it made sense at the time because it's like, oh yeah, we've got this shortage in our sector, blah, blah, blah. But actually, it's just off-putting. People can actually do any, that any degree you've done will have a pathway, to be honest, to pretty much any role. You can have, a, you can have done a degree in, 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 in media studies and could end up as an engineer. And that's not to do down media studies. Good God, we need more people who've done media studies right now. Um, so, and not just in the rail industry, I mean like at large. Um, so, but like the two potentially uh, opposite types of roles, you could find your way through. There is a dotted line that wiggles its way through for you finding a role that's totally different to what you might have done at the start and yeah so absolutely I'm too right James it's it's, it's the, every possible pathway that you could conceive of exists in some form uh, in the industry I think also Rail Week is a really good opportunity to showcase from a sort of if you're a reverse engineer right, what the railway has to offer as a career mm. and as your experiences yeah. and you know it's not I don't think it's a secret that we no longer use the term job for life mm. which out of all of the old railwayisms we shouldn't be using that's one I think we should be using. Yeah, absolutely. It is a, for, it is a career for life in the railway. Mm. It will give you a you know a very you know a very healthy wage across the UK compared to a lot of other sectors. But we don't really scream and shout about that, mm. which is one of the things we should be doing. And and relative job security as well, exactly. which, which is something which you need to reflect on. It's difficult mm. to talk of when there are certain areas within the industry that are trying to. We'll be getting there. Don't worry. We'll be but, getting there. But there, there is there is that element of you, you're not you're not at a whim of of um, of whether the country's in a recession or not or yep. uh, particular downturns which which does does have its perks because people whatever day of week it is whatever's going on in the world need a railway to run i mean christ look at look at ukraine at the moment and how they've managed to keep their railway operating during what is probably the most difficult little bit of an a, a bit a little bit of an embarrassment for our rail industry yeah that, that, that what has been running yeah. over in ukraine uh, by comparison but yeah that's that's almost another in fact it absolutely definitely will be another episode all of its own um so that, feel, that feels like a nice wrap-up of, of what Rail Week is. I've not, this episode is currently writing itself, so uh, I might well insert, insert a little like jazz pause to, to move us on to the next theme, but I may not, who knows. We 
we've talked about what Realweek is. I don't know, did, Bonnie, do you want to tell the story a bit more? Is there any more to say on where it came about, or do you think we kind of kind of covered it at the start, do you know? Um, no, I think we've probably covered it, to be honest. Perfect. We covered it. Um, so so we have, we've we talked about what Realweek is. Uh, we, we talked before that about where it came about, and I, I think that was kind of people, a, a kind of an idea of like, what, what this thing has existed for eight years, where did it come from, why does it exist? Um, the last thing to talk about is, uh, this year in in 2022, uh, what in the heck is going to be happening for Real Week? Um, so there is a big schedule, a big timetable of stuff going on, which I will be throwing up on screen, and there'll be links to all these bits and pieces going on um, in the, in the edit. But uh, who's going to kick us off? So, so is it starting on the Saturday or is it starting on the Monday? How, how much stuff have you squeezed in into how many days? So so um, again, we, we'll talk, we'll talk about this after, after <laughs> we discuss this, but. Um, a lot, a lot of things have, have been moving at the moment due to um, the current climate within the rail industry. Hashtag events. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, events, dear boy. Um, so um, we've, um, we are trying to host, traditionally Rail Week would have, would have run uh, from the 3rd to the 9th of October this year um, because we want to start Monday through to Sunday. Um, we've recognised particular challenges, um, again, that we'll come on to at the end, uh, that uh, some of those events may still take place um, but they may move to a different time to make it more appropriate for both good attendance and also speakers to be able to attend. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with that in mind, just on that caveat, yes, we've got we've got events running pretty much every day through Monday to the Sunday, um, depending on which region you're in. Uh, so we've got London, the Southeast, uh, East Midlands, West Midlands, Wales, and I think there'll be a couple of events both in Western and in the uh, Yorkshire Northeast region as well that will have specific events that, that you should be able to attend and will be able to attend and, and register your attendance via the YRP events page website. Um, but for particular examples, we've got uh, Politics and Rail down in London and the Southeast, uh, which is going to be kindly chaired by yourself. Uh, we've uh, got uh, Tan Desi MP, current Shadow Rail Minister, uh, in attendance. We've got Nick Kingsley from Railway Gazette confirmed as well. Uh, and we're trying to firm up uh, hopefully uh, one or two more um, surprise guests, if you like. Um, we, we'll, we will. We'll keep it as a surprise for now. Given Hashtag that, events given, again. Given, given, given <laughs> yeah. that everything is fluid and, very, and, and, and subject to moving at the moment. Lobbying, but there's Lobbying people's press offices. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, quiet. It's all under control. Yeah, everything is fine. Don't worry. It's an event with me involved. We, what would you expect? You'd we, be nothing less. We, we look, we look, we look like ducks on the water of a pond, where we look very graceful, and yeah, our, our, our feet are paddling furiously under the water. Yeah, I've um, never been described as graceful. I will take that. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there's, yeah sorry. So yeah, there's, there's politics and rail, and yeah, then. So we've got a, a careers fair being hosted at Coventry University um, on the Wednesday or the Thursday of the week. Um, that's up, uh, obviously, in the West Midlands region. So uh, I think that's open to any and all, especially university age students around uh, the West Midlands region. If you want to come and say hi, uh, we've also got a depot tour um, in uh, Derby at the Alstom depot um, that is uh, being penciled in for uh, for that weekend by the by the East Mids as well. So Very hopefully nice. that will be taking place. Tour. Absolutely. So there's 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 any, anything and all going on. Have tour down there. It's interesting. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's other favourites that um, Bonnie and uh, and Simon will want to talk about as Go well. They've yeah. got. Um, so on Tuesday morning from 11 till 2 come to Chester station where we'll be showing off uh, in collaboration with Transport for Wales their new and finally awaited um, CAF class 197s they're very proud of them they're waiting uh, to take over from the, some of the old rolling stock they have yes uh, 
on the uh, Welsh Railway uh, bearing. I think I think they're, they're. I understand they're excited about having new trains, given that they were given a no growth franchise. <laughs> yeah. Most yeah. of my adult life. Yeah. Um, so uh, very they're very so. excited about these new trains, and of course these are the ones that are going to be running on the Cambrian line. So they're going to run with the latest ETCS technology. It's exciting. They're going to be replacing trains that I've been riding on with my parents living on that line um, for quite a number of years. So exactly. it'll be part of me sad to see the 158s go, but also they're getting on a bit. Exactly. Um, so uh, so th- th- those are coming so if you want to come down to Chester Station that's on Tuesday the 4th of October 11 till 2 uh, come down to find us and have a, a sneak pr- a peek around a, a 197 and Transport for Wales and YRP will be ready to uh, welcome you in and then on Wednesday evening I think I've got this right we've got in the National Royal Museum we've got the, uh, a joint event with NCATI a kind of industry industry open evening as it, as it were so again come down to the NRN that starts at uh, I want to say 6 um, but I can't remember. National Rail Museum at some point that evening yes. with the National College for Advanced Transport and Infrastructure. Yeah, look, yes. at, the, look at their website, yes. uh, look at the YLP website. Yeah. If not, get in touch with someone in YLP and we'll, we will signpost you to, yes. to what it is that you, you want to know. If in doubt, youngrailpro.com slash events. Yeah. Bonnie. And then on the Friday, there's two events that I'm particularly excited about. Ooh. One is Speed Networking in Birmingham. And then the other one is an event down in London, which will be the secrets of sponsorship. Because to be frank, mm. I've worked on lots of big infrastructure projects, and I don't really understand what they do. <laughs> what do sponsors so do? What, do they what is do? a sponsor? What do they do? Well, I mean, they, 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 they are a linchpin in the structure. Last George at last year. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What that? No, because he was. told me to steer wild, well exactly. clear of any sponsorship <laughs> discussions of being a sponsor, Houston. But, uh, so yeah. We know they exist. We know there's a lot of them, and they must do something important because there are a lot of them. Yeah, they, so we've got Richard. Important. We've got Richard Lyon coming from TFL. Mm. He was the uh, principal sponsor for the central section of Crossrail. Amazing. Uh, and he's a lovely chap as well. And then afterwards, we're doing some networking, which is very nice. So there's so there's a, so there's a wide range of events, I and mean, there's and other stuff as well, which will be on the events page, uh, the YLP website. It's updating. Yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of events for Western, which are still are still bubbling away and evolving. Uh, but hopefully, we'll involve um, some information, a bit of a, a stand at Reading Station, and hopefully, maybe. Possibly a depot tool. No. Watch this space. Watch this space. Keep an eye on things. Oh, go on, Bonnie. To mention. Oh. Nationally, we'll be handing out activity packs for those of you who've got yes. small children, or maybe perhaps you've got younger siblings. Uh, look out on the website for what major stations we'll be at. Unfortunately, if you're, if you're living really rurally, we can't get someone out there because obviously we are only but volunteers with full-time jobs. But if you do see us, snap a picture. You know, send us a LinkedIn or a tweet. Is that a tweet? Is it a Twitter? A tweet? You can tweet. Twitter. Don't you know? Uh, no, I don't. I don't use Twitter. <laughs> I do use Twitter a little bit. Um, no. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No tweet. Uh, YRP will be active on on Twitter as well um, through that through through the whole week. Um, so so absolutely do all that stuff. Um, there's loads of stuff. Uh, the links will be available for you to go and find that stuff out. The good thing is it's happening next week, not around us like it has in previous two years. So you can, you've got time to organise those things. And um, it's nice to. I know we're in London. We are in the LTM, um, which is fun. Uh, Kind of it's very nice of, yes thanks everyone nice. at the London Transport Museum for hosting us thank you they've been lovely uh, hopefully we've not been too intrusive but yeah it's been thank, thanks everyone for helping out the, the dashing around um, but it's nice to say there's a, a particular Midlandsy focus which is nice um, I like that there sounds like this because YRP has in the past been rightly accused of being a bit London centric I know we're saying that and we're in London inside a 1938 uh, tube stop but um, I've come down from Europe because these three are in London and this is being filmed in an in enormous panic because I'm hugely disorganised uh, so um, so yeah there's loads of stuff around around 
like around the place, which is good. I was going to say around the UK. Actually, it is all in England so far. The events we've listed, but there are other bits and pieces going. On. Chester, is it? Well, Chester's on. Oh, there's other things got, in Cardiff. Oh, it's Cardiff. But it's on Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. And we've got the engagement so being handed out on the weekend and the acting Nationally. So the, 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 there, there you go. Um, so that's it. All the things you can do this Rail Week. Probably. Jazzy. Or, or, or yeah. I might just leave it like this. And, and There's a good chance that this is now going to get left in because it's mildly entertaining. Um, and we, so these two did the singing earlier. Now Bonnie's done some singing, which is lovely. Um, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I, I've not sung yet. Um, just there's musical time. Interlude. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> musical interlude. We cannot sit here and ignore the various enormous elephants in the room. Uh, those elephants being. Uh, enormous volumes well okay the, the, the big title headline is the industry is being run down why do we want to employ more people that's the he- that's the headline of this section and we're going to discuss this but the, the, you know, we have multiple issues at the moment we have um, a, a government that's it's not in crisis just we don't have a functioning government we haven't had a functioning government for quite a number of years but we've had a really non-existent government for like months um, and it's and they've, they've just trashed the economy in a very specific and, and targeted way quite successfully so um, whereas in the last 10 years money was free and it was the perfect time to invest and fix everything now money isn't free anymore because they tanked the power, the value of the pound so um, you might be thinking oh that also the fact the industry has enormous uh, worker uh, issues and you know, enormous industrial relations problems uh, people uh, being you know, being told they're going to be sacked and so this this enormous sort of issue with with, with sort of strike action with pretty much all of the in fact all of the unions doing something at the moment um and kind of standing up uh standing up for kind of us essentially <laughs> uh, as workers within the industry um all these various things you know we, we've got the ongoing issue with with great british railways which uh, isn't going to exist anymore so the transition team uh, lots of lovely people in the transition team hello probably going to get wrapped up into just becoming another layer of dft bureaucracy now that's gone uh i don't think that's going to become anything even though it'd be nice if it did so just an industry that's been sort of in stasis since 2018 continuing to be in stasis and not really knowing where it is nothing so nothing no big deal you know um so with all of that mess we're going to try and cut through some of that and and i'm going to start with the the kind of the big question which is so what why are and the industry is still recruiting why are we still recruiting if the industry's in decline? And why should people be interested in that's kind of so that that one, but also why should people be interested in, in coming into an industry that's in this situation? What's the bigger picture stuff that means that the industry is actually going to build momentum despite the lunacy of the current government? Well, I, I, might, I, might, go. I, might, I might start with, with the Do company it. that I work for. We are, we are still in the process of building and even despite the fact that it's been around for ages, um, we are only just starting building a high-speed railway in the UK and at, we will be building one for at least the next 20 years yep. um, as a minimum. Um, no matter what happens from this point on. So we clearly do need a workforce that is going to be able to deliver that. 
We also need to have a workforce that is able to keep the uh, current uh, existing railway operational. Um, and I think it is a fair reflection as we're seeing uh, with the case of Avanti West Coast at the moment, is that because of the aging workforce that they have and their um, current business, business model to, 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 <laughs> yeah. to, to operate the franchise, because of the impacts of COVID and people sort of re reflecting on their own their own life choices and, and what they what they prioritize um, th their business model no longer functions um, which although sounds like a terrible thing is actually a really really good thing for young people entering the industry because we still need these things to function no matter what the mood music might be or whatever government sound bites might come out or you hear from industry leaders because it is all for the media these these roles and these functions need to be filled and the 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 sad truth is that we have an aging population within um the rail industry um and we need to we need to replace it now coming to your point about well how does that excite me why is that interesting well there's great opportunities to learn there's yeah. a lot of cross learning the railway despite what is going on is still quite family orientated in terms of the whole reason that we're here right now is kind of we're willing to help each other out and 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 do things which we believe is for for the for the good and the betterment of not just ourselves but other others as well so there is there is that as well uh, and I, th I think also we need new um new entrants into the industry because we need we need people to be um uh, to bring new ideas fresh ideas about how yeah. to run things because uh, going back to part of the issue that we're in right now is that i think we have had a particular group of individuals who have been making decisions on the direction of the rail industry at large over the last 10, 15, 20 years. Um, and they've come at it with a very 1990s kind of viewpoint, rather than thinking, well, what's the railway that we need in 2050? Yeah, um, and beyond and we can talk about the issues around the climate crisis we can talk about how uh, any any anything else sort of interacts in transport impact. inequality exactly. cost of fuel all these sorts of intersecting things for, for sure so that's, well, that's probably where i would start we could and we could just jump straight on the back of that because what is one of the major issues that young people are thinking about and i've you know I, on my way here i went past king's college and i saw all these you know younger people in university uh, and I know, I know how I looked at climate change. I'm still a bit of a kind of that's a bit in the future. Hmm. We're we're living the climate. Crisis oh, it's happening right now. now. Yeah, yeah. It's, and it's we not can see the effects. Like you know, there is no question about it. So two words that that always drive a lot of what I'm working towards in terms of both in my day job, um, where I'm you know trying to get more uh, freight and stuff to move around by rail, but also for YRP because we need more people in the rail industry because we need to have a more sustainable economy and a more sustainable transport system. So climate change and what is one issue that all young people can agree on? Yeah. The need to tackle climate change. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's probably where there's been a bit of a, not a generational divide, but just a, a bit of a, a different focus. And that's where bringing young people in, it will be the first and, and foremost, the, the, one of the biggest issues of the day. Yeah. And, and, and like, and Bonnie, I'm going to come back to you with a specific thing in a second, but like just to kind of round that off, a major problem we have in the rail industry is a lot of people who think in a a quite an I'd, I'd argue 80s -y way about the world at the moment uh, and we need to be thinking in a in a 2010s 2020s way ideally thinking a bit further ahead maybe about what the rail is for um so we've so so th these two here have talked about well wouldn't it be nice but in terms of the actual industry it's all very well us saying you should come join the industry but is are there roles appearing are there jobs appearing is there actual 
availability of jobs are required, you know, are job applications currently being thrown out in the industry? Absolutely. I mean, so I work for a consultancy called Aegis, and our number one sort of business threat is recruitment. Mm. We cannot get enough people fast enough to plug the gaps. Yep. And I know that, you know, for example, you know, TFL, the job jobs that they have advertising they're struggling to find the right people so I think there is absolutely a huge amount of opportunities throughout the rail industry because not to sound too sort of American NASA but things are life expired assets failure is not an option mm, they yeah. can't just be left broken yeah. they have to be fixed regardless of the government coffers regardless of everything else the tube isn't going to be allowed to break and not run yeah. you know the east you know the west coast mainline isn't just going to be allowed to break and be left to go into ruins we'll find the government will find money to fix it so Somehow. we still need to have people employed to yeah. therefore do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I think from that perspective, there's always going to be job for life, as it were. And I think another sort of thing that, you know, maybe I want to go to the opposite end of the scale mm. of doom and gloom is that there are so many opportunities in railway for just having a bit of an adventure. I mean, I, I dropped out of a marine biology bachelor's because I had no idea what I wanted to do in my life. I got a temporary admin role on a building site in Neasden Depot for a new substation. And, and, you know, since then, I've been to Germany, I've been to Milan, I've been to the Netherlands, all on railway trips. I've, you know, I've been given so many opportunities just through working in the industry by putting my hand up and going, yeah, I'll do that. I have no idea how to do it, but I'll give it a go. Yeah. And that's, that's really, yeah. what, that's really yeah. the kind of people we need. I, I don't know how to do it, but I'll try. I think, I think that's, <laughs> that's, that is a, yeah. a good thing to recognise as well, that I think, certainly from my perspective, if you if you if you're willing to try and you're willing to help and and you, you come at things with the right intentions irrespective of the outcome you might get things wrong people might get sort of angry and shouty from time to time but ultimately if if your endeavors come from a good place people will always turn to you to help yeah because on, on a, you'd have to be a special kind of idiot to walk into a, a walk into a job that uh, that you, you you can't physically do anything um people will appreciate any any kind of help that you can do uh, and just because you might feel that you might not be up to the challenge right here and now ask for help and even if you do get it wrong it's a it's a learning curve and people will forgive you Absolutely. for it getting it wrong is a perfect way of growing yeah. you fail once and you know how not to do it again i mean i broke a car park we, we talked about this when I broke yeah. the car park with a crane, I was moving around for a company that is re redacted. I'm still not allowed to talk about it. Redacted, redacted. I've, I really made a mistake here. And the first thing that redacted person said to me was, is anybody hurt? I said, no, nobody's hurt, but I've, I've definitely broken the car park. And he was like, that's fine. Nobody's hurt. I'll see you in half an hour. <laughs> but I, was, I, I wasn't, you know, even then it was once it was all over and the stress and everything was fixed. I wasn't like I wasn't lambasted. I wasn't screamed at. I wasn't no longer given opportunities. It was you did a really good job, not just you know covering it up and panicking and things like that. It's it's all just a massive adventure of chaos yeah, and yeah. wonderfulness. Yeah. That I think is the railway from all different directions that Every, we work in. Everyone, you too can break a car park. And <laughs> um, the the oh what but the, the thing is sacked up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they're in Minecraft. Yeah, um, the the the. I think it's worth it's worth saying like there are you you cannot imagine how many the 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 diversity of jobs that there are in the industry this it's not just we've named we've probably named about 20 already kind of either either purposefully or or, or in a sideways reference there are thousands tens of thousands of different individually definable jobs on in the rail industry like so many in, you, you could you could not list them all yeah. and and every single one then under that 
is, is, is changes and wibbles based on the individual and what that person's talents, skills, interests, things they find fun. Every job shapes and twists. Um, and because it's the railway, because it's a thing that, I mean, much as government doesn't realise this, but whether we like it or not, the railway is mission-oriented. We, we, we're moving people and things around. Um, at some point, government will realise that's the point of the railway. Um, they don't seem to be able to at the moment. But that, it's mission-oriented, so we are all focused on the mission, which is to safely move people and things around uh, as efficiently as possible. That's, that's the mission. Do as much of that as possible. And that is, unlike lots of other sectors, that's quite focusing. I don't know what the insurance industry's focus is. By the way, there are people who are within the insurance industry within the railways, so hello to all the insurers in the rail industry. Um, but I, I don't know what the overall mission is for that. And there are lots of other sectors. I don't think there's quite the, you know, you could, healthcare, okay, there is a mission. Yeah. I'd say that in the rail industry, we very much have that mission, move people and things around as efficiently and safely as possible, um, which, is, which is really cool. Um, so that, I think, so there is all the doom and gloom. Absolutely there is. But I, I, there's so much opportunity. There is so st absolutely. There's so much say, is. Say about apprenticeships, graduate schemes. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. There's there's loads of these things. So you got bodies like National Skills Academy for Rail. You've got Encati that you mentioned as well that are going to York purposely for that. There's university careers fairs that we're going to Coventry. Yeah. Um, and often those are some of the the best schemes to go on because you end up with the sort of the the least as responsibility as possible while gaining the the greatest exposure. Yep. Um, and yeah, you kind of if you are a person who's able to sort of take it by the horns and run with it, you will you will get a lot out of those, yep. and ultimately you will we will build a good reputation for yourself, and and it will stand you in good stead for the future, especially if you go and go and are willing to go that little bit extra for someone and, and just create a name for yourself. You'll um you'll you'll, you'll be stood in high regard. Go on, buddy. I think even if you're perhaps even beyond sort of apprenticeship age, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a huge amount mm. of roles you could pivot into. Yep. So for example, you know, the other week I was I was discussing with a friend of mine who, who does a lot of like private cleaning jobs and she was saying, oh, the economy's going to be really bad. What's the first thing to go? People who have people cleaning their houses. So I said to her, why don't you do construction cleaning? She mm. said, Is that a thing? So mm -hmm. of course, at the end of construction jobs, what's left to do but clean everything up and we looked you know we did a quick scroll of you know indeed if you want to sponsor that would be great by the way um because i mentioned name drops um you know we did a sort of quick scroll and it's hundreds of pounds a day for eight hours of just cleaning construction sites yeah, that yeah. anybody can mm -hmm. pivot into very easily but those roles aren't going away they Stations need to, need to be cleaned because otherwise they get dangerous. Absolutely. Uh, you need to be able to clean trains because otherwise they become dangerous. You know, there's, yeah. they, 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 you cannot avoid these things. Yeah. So, so there, there are absolutely roles out there. Of course, in the ideal world, uh, those cleaning jobs would be integrated back into the uh, the operation of the railway. But that's another story. Um, <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, so there, there there are opportunities abound no matter what your interests. Uh, and I know there's part of the reason why I do this on Rail Matter, and the thing I think that is because I know lots of young. Hello, all the young, the real young, not us. We're not really. Young people anymore, much as we'd like to tell ourselves. Really young people, like super young. Uh, I don't know where the threshold sits. Uh, we can all uh, decide. Um, I think you stop being young when you end up in a room full of sixteen-year-olds and you realise you're not cool anymore. That that was the epiphany I had when I went in front of a room of was, like uh, of sixteen-year-olds teaching. Feels cool in front of I, I felt like I had that in my fifth year at university, seeing a group of eighteen-year-olds <laughs> walking in in my fifth year. I was there feeling very, very old. But I mean, that's 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 another story for another day in in the pub. <laughs> so um, so I know that. Rail matter. Hello, all, all of you watching this. Um, I know that from the Discord server, how many of you are interested in stuff and interested in things and interesting in interested in railways, um, and are perhaps not sure about what you want to do in the future. Well, uh, 
get involved in some of these events come and come and come and see some stuff i think it's great not to be sure yeah like the most successful people i know were people who came out of out of education going i have no idea what i want to do and just kept trying their hand at different things i wasn't sure i had no idea i, I ended up doing planning and the reason i got into planning at university is because i just have a general interest in how stuff works and then i had a general interest in transport and railways and i've just mushed that together and i've tried different types of roles and what i've learned uh, which is very true in my current role at the moment is that you and you mentioned it a bit before was about it's not it's not just a diversity of jobs in the rail industry a lot of jobs that you do in the rail industry have incredible diversity i am doing something different every single yeah, week yeah, yeah yeah this week i'm reporting to executives about performance of the railway next week i'll be dealing with contracts with customers the week after that i'll be trying to get a freight terminal open on a bit of infrastructure that's been used for 15 years every week is different there's always a new challenge I'm always constantly thinking and on my feet and it's and it's fantastic but even if you work on shift work on a station or on, on the trains every day is different again and the reason for that is because the railway stretches across Britain all across society and it's moving things and people around to connect everywhere up and it should also reflect that society and I think it's when the railway is not doing that job that's when it loses its purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an inherently dynamic system, uh, both physically and, and metaphorically, and in any which way you look at it, it it's a dynamic industry, and we. Hence, why 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 we all uh, kind of love it and, and get involved in, in sort of waving our arms about it to uh, uh, whoever pays attention. The other thing about the other thing for me about it is that um, uh, it, it, it's just I don't think. Yes, Mick Lynch is all over the news. Yes, um, industrial action is very focused on the railways. That's partly because of the, you know, keeps the We are we're we're, we're already doing the section. We're talking about industrial action this section. So yeah, the government kind of they got the government is is very focused on on the rail industries. That kind of makes sense because the rail industries are have got very strong unions. So there's the kind of like uh, I guess culture war you could call yeah, it yeah, yeah. going on, which is a bit all very weird and very 1980s again. Yeah. Um, but I think you know you'd have to be completely blind to what is going on to not realize that you know we have other sectors particularly public sectors where out in the public in the real world people want a good nhs yep we want our postal workers to be to be to be you know, compensated. fairly compensated for the work that they do and they you know, they, they keep us doing things we also want our uh, binmen and dustmen or what's the what's the correct term for them our, our waste refuse, refuse collectors thank you yeah. i'm still growing up as the 90s that's what i used to call um we want them to be uh, you know recognized and we want them to have safe careers because Absolutely. again do you know how calamitous our society looks when the refuse collectors stop collecting refuse bad it's bad. yeah in glasgow uh, my partner's yeah. from glasgow and they've been on strike and it gets messy very quickly because we need people in these industries it's how society functions yep. and therefore we need to come together as a society and work out how we organize ourselves in order to provide things like housing uh other public services healthcare all these things and transport is a massive part. it's amazing how quickly it's an industry exclusive where simon is running for prime minister yes uh so it's it's amazing how much everyone's forgotten how wonderful the key workers are already yes yeah funny that well, we'll does anyone clapping. yeah we've yeah, all stopped clapping free, yeah clapping is free that's um, right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think i think going back to simon's point though is it's no 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 stretch to talk about how it was let's talk to parents what have you about what it was like to live through the 1970s 
Um, and the, the whole premise that obviously not not people's people's bag at all, but how Thatcher came in, into being is on the basis of we ended up in a, in a society that just wasn't functioning. We had dead not buried. We had bin collections just dumped on corners of streets, piled two, three stories high, like double decker sized high. Down to three day working um, weeks. In some went places. down to three day working week. All, all of these kind of things just because for some reason society just found an inability to function and work through its problems. Um, and, and I think that the, there is a good thing about what you're seeing happening in the rail industry right now in relation to that is that actually um, the, the fact of having a good unionized workforce means that there can be pushback when they suggest that there is danger um, and I speak to my dad on this point quite a lot given that he is uh, both the train driver uh, and also the fact that he uh, grew up through the 70s and 80s remembers those kind of things and despite the fact that he himself is from a from a sort of a, a right-leaning background I would suggest uh, he um, he fully endorses the, both the need for a union especially mm. in an industry like this from a protective perspective um, but but also also the fact that the ability to strike has been um, restricted and that there are higher thresholds continually that have to be met by government that have gone through. None of the suggestion of what is going on is illegal. It's perfectly legal and the thresholds that they have to meet, if a, if a general election as an example or a local election yeah. had to meet the thresholds that um, strike ballots had to meet these days, um, election, 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 or referendum, um, they would be null and void. Mm. Um, yeah. And the fact that some people don't realise is that there is a—is it a two-week or a three-week window within two which weeks. once yeah. once a ballot has been uh, a, a result has been announced, there is a particular window within which uh, a union must um, turn its members out to go on strike. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the votes last for six months. They have to give two weeks' notice. Uh, but I think again, it's bigger than the it's bigger than the rail industry or like, normal things. That and I think this is particularly poignant for our generation who have just grown up with this stuff as normal. Uh, weekends are normal. Bank holidays are normal. Maternity leave is normal. And paternity leave is normal. Um, sick pay is normal. These things weren't normal. Are, are not normal. And they're also under threat right now. <laughs> like they're under. Jacob Rees-Mogg has power. Maybe not for very long, but he has power, and he wants to get rid of all of those things. It affects so. everyone. <laughs> everyone is affected by that across yeah. the country. The union does accept as well, and also unions accept that there is a massive shortage of young people. For example, you know, there's a young RMT section mm. of RMT yep. because they they recognise they don't have enough young people in their union and want yeah. to encourage more young people in. So it's not like the railway unions, for example, or RMT specifically are going, no, we're just looking at these sets of terms and conditions. It's about the much wider problem yeah. that you guys have been talking about. I think that a lot of times people sort of are happy to lambast unions that it's just about conditions, nothing else, mm. that specific issue. It's, 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 if, I mean, we've talked about why there's why this strikes are happening in previous episodes. So uh, we, yeah, we've yeah. covered that in, in reasonable detail. Um, uh, but Bonnie, feel free to cut in if you've got other thoughts. But, but you know, I, I keep making the point that it's it's like the the, the striking is about the long term. It's it's yeah. not just about the immediate issues. It's it's yes, it's staff, uh, you know, it's you know, people not being sacked, but also kind of rights and conditions. But it's also the impact that we're seeing on on rail services at the moment. You know, uh, within the rail industry strikes, it's the impact we're seeing on rail services right now. Avanti, good example. But yeah. we've got still got a short timetable running you know a limited timetable across the whole uk and then long term it's you know things like stations and and and, and the, the the fact that some stations might be cut with the long-term government plans but also station 
off, you know, station ticket offices and these sorts of things that are critical for accessibility on our railway. Until we've got level boarding perfectly installed everywhere, we need there to be a, there needs to be a presence at stations uh, of staff. All these things long term that the, the unions are interested in. Um, yeah, and there's a lot. It's just, and all of this stuff is happening in the thick of. We still have a skills shortage. We're still trying to retain staff. We're, the, the, the painful thing about the voluntary severance schemes, at, at, for example, at Network Rail, is all of, this, all of the people who have a lot of the knowledge and skills, and because of the um, post-privatisation drop in employment, they haven't really had anyone to pass that knowledge on to, and now they're just going to take a VSS package and, 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 and kind of be shunned out of the industry. Um, that means there's an, enormous skills, uh, there's, there's an enormous knowledge gap that's forming. Uh, potentially, not necessarily, but potentially, what, the Dalwini report just came out today, potentially why we're seeing repeats of Clapham-type events happening, because there's this gap, widening gap. Uh, so absolutely, this is, this is the, the actual consequence of the skills gap, is that safety potentially takes a hit. And this is what we need to avoid by bringing people into the industry, by uh, and, and and indeed by having uh, re getting everyone to realise that join a union, you know, be part of a union. Unions absolutely are no like there, there was a thing even when I joined the industry. There's just certainly private sector. Absolutely. No need to no don't need to bother with a, with a union. Not relevant. Um, uh, how wrong that is. Um, how wrong that is. Bonnie, I'm going to give. I was going to say yeah. I was going to give you the last word really on that one because um, as, as a as a young RMT. Uh, what is your role in the young RMT? Are you a, a convener or a, 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 just just a member? And just just a, just a member. Last word on, on, on strike action in the industry and any kind of broad thoughts. As someone who doesn't have this pre-approved from the press office, uh, good. You lot, come with come with me. Come follow me. We're going this way. We're going up here, there's all these th things, there's many things behind us. There's, there's, there's tram, and there's buses. We're going up here. Uh, why am I talking like I'm half cut? That's the question. <laughs> we're, going this, we're going this way. Come with me. We're going, so because we're going to get a view of all, the, I've never been to, you know, believe it or not, hello everyone, this is a little exclusive. Uh, I've never been to the, uh, the London Transport Museum before, never once. Um, look, look at this. Look at this wonderful, this wonderful collection of things, and then another one. Behind me, I nearly got James in the face. That's where we were, where we were a minute ago, and are about to be again in the edit. Um, look at this. Got the, the, the top of the bus. Already got an Elizabeth Got the Randall down there. Uh, it's already history. Um, I suppose Elizabeth, Elizabeth is. Um, right, so we have got all these things. Look at it, and we've got we've got a Metropolitan line. Oh, there's, there's quite a bit of stock over here. I didn't realise they've got snuck a few in. Oh my goodness me! One of the finest things I've ever seen is down here. It's a Roundel coffee table. Glorious. I, this is in my dissertation that I did for the university. It's called Trains and Living Rooms. And that was the front cover of that little area. This is Rickmansworth. This is very nice. Oh, we can even come in. You can come in here. Oh, look at this. We're inside a... If you want to go oh, the inner circle, oh, the inner circle railway is there as well. If you want to go on one of these, just go, to, the Blue, go to the Bluebell Railway. They have one, one, versions of this that actually There you go. Move. Suburban commuting. Sections of oh crikey, this guy, this guy looks pretty unhappy. Um, looks suspiciously like um, Stan Laurel, but there we are. Uh, aren't, aren't cabs great? Covered areas to work. There's no covered cab there. Good. This has been a whistle stop tour of <laughs> the LTM. This is nice. That's some pen thing holder for the fountain pen. Uh, here is a bomb damaged hole, which is interesting. Or oh. Oh no, it's not a bomb damage, it is just a construction, construction of it. 
Yeah. Which, to be fair, met, Metline, about the same bomb damage bomb slash. Damage. We're going this way. Oh, yeah, this thing. Yeah, this, there it is. There it is, marvellous. Um, and we're gonna, we're gonna run back to the start because we have to leave because we're being kicked out. But there's, 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 there's some, some things. Thank you both for joining on this whistle stop tour. Uh, John Hampton, yeah, London lovely London transport branding. Um, oh, marvellous, which way do we go down? Can we go down this way? We go, oh, uh, there's, there's also good, oh, this is up. We don't go up, up go takes us away. We have to go this way past the delicious furniture. Uh, there we go. There's some really important. You know, you know, there's a lot of fantastic stories being told. Yeah. Well, my, that's my that's my chic. To be fair, um, there's, there's, oh, there's a front of a bus. There's, it's not the 176 to Penge though, which disappoints me because that bus seems to be everywhere at every moment. It's, uh, there we are. Anyway, right. This was the whistle stop LTM. Oh, that Simon has a thing to say. It would also be fun to go through the shop because then they could find out where Tim Dunn buys everything that he, that he wears. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Tim. Hello, Tim. Uh, I'm museum without you, sorry. There's, also, there's a baby train over there, which is a D at the front of a DLR. I like that. That's fun. More baby trains. Although trains should also have those in real trains, should also have areas like that. But anyway, there's nothing. They've also got traffic lights. Traffic lights. You know, I once asked uh, Father Christmas for traffic lights. Anyway, um, that was this section. What is next section? I think possibly it's the end um, or the, the, the wrap up. Um, right. Oh. Simon has come to his wants to show the last trams. Trams are good. Not enough trams in London. Build trams. There. Um, it is. This is the City and South London Railway electric locomotives from 1890. Looks like two pianos that have been stuck together. It does uh, look like they that. They had a nasty habit of electro electrocution of the drivers. And behind, we can go inside the carriage. Um, the original yeah. carriage of the uh, City and South and London And from inside Railway. that carriage, we shall conclude this yeah. segment. Uh, and then we shall run off. Oh, the CNSL really. Yeah. It's a bit like a mail van, really. Oh, the, the, the plans. Oh, there's lots of stuff about the tube. We're surrounded by tube thoughts. Yeah, there's a the central line. Uh, very nice. Here. Yeah, we're going to whiz in here. Oh, it's very dark. This is the padded Ooh. cell. This is the padded cell. Oh, you, right. don't need windows. Right, you don't need windows when you go underground. Bunch of people in there. See. Yeah, this is it. Uh, at the end of a very dingy se segment, once again, me and Simon on a train, uh, not talking about the comfort of the seats. Uh, it doesn't have level boarding. So uh, that that's that's a rail week rail matter. Um, we, 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 there has just been definitely not about to happen. There has just been us running around and and looking at fun things around the the LTM because the LTM is wonderful. That's it's definitely just happened. That, interesting as all that is. Oh yes. We have something for you. Oh yes. I'm being interrupted. I knew they were plotting. What is what 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 have so, you plotted? To say thank you for your last three years of supporting us with Rail Week and inviting us kindly onto Rail Natters and letting us give all of our opinions regardless of if you have to into or not. <laughs> We've got gifts for you. Goodies. Oh my so goodness. We've got, we've got a Royal P branded mug. We've got a pair of those for you. With a little camera Cause... cover for your laptop. Ooh. A little pin badge, because who doesn't love a little Love a pin, pin badge. badge. Yes. And a key ring. And then we've got you a fancy lanyard. We've got the fancy I, I lanyard. I a lanyard yet. I love a lanyard. So... Oh, that's going straight around my hobby. neck. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> hopefully you haven't already got this book, because... I did notice in your other Valnasses you have a lot of books. So we've got transit maps of the world. Oh my goodness. You. Mark, thank, thank you for creating this beautiful book. I don't have it, no. Ah, that's very nice of you. Thank you so much. So 
No pressure. Which one's your favourite? Well, right now. Decision right now. Oh, uh, right it's gotta be. Um, it's gotta be the uh, Ljubljana uh, cycle. I have no idea. Um, no, uh, I have no idea what my favourite one is. Look at this. Look at this. this is lovely. Buy Mark's books. They're all wonderful. Um, oh, that's so kind of you. Thank you so much. Look at all these. Oh, there's a Mumbai Metro one. Medellin. Uh, no, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, for pulling it all together. Definitely. I haven't pulled it together I'm yet. Those are other ads. things. Yeah, I'm not getting ads. the Brio train. Thank you so much. YRP merch. Freebies. YRP membership, by the way, everyone, is absolutely free. We have our committee. We have our regional committee meetings, which are taking place every month. Uh, get involved uh, if you if you are in doubt then please get in touch with any of us uh, we're on Twitter at, at YRP we've got a LinkedIn if you use if you're already in the industry have one of those get in touch if you want to get involved there are lots and lots of ways you can get involved and we hopefully that in a, in a few years if we've done our job properly it'll be one of you watching will be sat here being interviewed by another type of Gareth whoever that may be or probably still Gareth um, and then, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see you soon and come and join us at our upcoming committee meetings and you'll be running our events and we hope to meet you there. <laughs> Thanks. Well, there great, you go. Great plug. Great I know, that plug. was sensational. Well, uh, well, that's good because I don't need to get the YRP plug later on. Um, so, uh, yeah, where, where was I before before I was uh, not rudely interrupted? Um, before I was uh, interrupting him freebies? Oh, I was doing my own <laughs> outro. Yes. Um, uh, the audio only. The, this, this has been a real matter. Uh, audio only. Uh, thanks to everyone listening in uh, audio only form. Uh, they're waving. It's audio only. You can't see that. Um, that uh, yeah, we're, we're all... He is waving. Uh, yeah, there we are. So, um, uh, audio only people, thank you. It's available on all good podcasting platforms um, uh, to support more of this sort of thing happening, which you can do, uh, other than the YRP stuff, to support more rail matters happening. Um, uh, Patreon.com slash Gareth Dennis, uh, where you can, for £1 a month, you, you, it's, you get all the benefits. You can also, like, some of the very kind but crazy people who give me more that a month lovely of you to do so thank you so much and um, the, the 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 merch is still on pause uh boys if you're about shout um uh paypal.me slash gareth dennis to throw abuse at me and uh also um uh oh what's the last there's one two three and the four, oh the discord server gareth.uk slash discord where the chat that's been happening in the side hello everyone in the chat um c continues um it's the, they're the plugs uh the, the yrp plug has happened london transport museum Again, thank you so much. It's been brilliant. Thank you. So this is a lovely venue to sit and film. Actually, quite nice filming. I would probably get some more lighting because it's a bit dingy for my other camera. But anyway, it's actually perfect. Really nice. The, the phone works nicely. Um, I had multi-camera set up and it didn't work out because I'm disorganised. Uh, so the, the last thing... Oh, yeah, next week's episode. Next week's episode is, shall be um, given today's announcements that Louise made. Good possibly question mark that's next week's episode what do labor mean by nationalization i think it's an interesting thing to to explore because at the moment it's still a big question mark the policy hasn't changed since 2017 we don't know really what the detail of the policy is but we're going to interrogate tan desi's piece in modern railways uh, i might even grab tan and ask him and at, politics, at, in rail. politics in rail which so will be happening which will be happening thursday the 6th of october yes at 6 p.m doors open event will start from 7 p.m 
come to that and then you can ask the questions that I'll have attempted to answer the night before I can't remember what well, the, the third this, that would be the night before the, the night yes, yes. This is for this Wednesday yes next yes. Wednesday yes all of that we know what's going on don't worry it's like a Marvel movie time <laughs> I don't it's chaos. yeah yeah how I, I, does time work I don't know because we're about to go film some b-roll that's going to mess time up this definitely happened this, earlier this, this definitely this happened like earlier. an excellent conclusion this is it it's it Boom. Which we did actually put in, in your natter the other day. Anyway, right, enough of that. Um, everyone, uh, we're, we're all saying goodbye. Che cheerio, everyone. Thanks, thanks for watching. Goodbye. Cheerio. That's a wrap, folks.